Welcome everyone to another episode of the Lance Curve Show, The Overpass Chronicles. One of the reasons why I have not been doing many anthill chronicles is because I like to go up there in the sunlight. When the sun goes down, I have my lights, but the mosquitoes will definitely chew me up. So since my sleeping hours have been relatively late or later than usual, I'm like a vampire now. Hey, bad comparison. But up here, it's lit up all night. I have my one little light on the side of the camera, but the background gives a little activity. And I will do something with in the next two days on the Ant Hill Chronicles. But I was deep in thought as usual, and I'm really laid back right now. I'm a little fatigued because I've been doing a lot, but it's a happy fatigue because I know where it came from. And I started to think about my relationship with America, the United States of America, the US. And all through the years that I lived there, I, in my thoughts, compared it to an abusive, dysfunctional relationship. A relationship that had great promise. A relationship that I had high hopes for. Not that I entered into this relationship willingly, like I came to America and said I'm seeking these things out. America, after my birth, I realized, on one side of their mouth, they made promises. They made promises that they're not willing to keep, and they never kept. I began to understand what America was all about as the years went by. I began to understand who I was in America as the years went on. And I didn't take the path like many other people and go deep in denial. I decided to face these things head on and deal with it without any restraint. And many in my facing those issues with this dysfunctional relationship in America were angry at me because I was forcing them to see what it was that they didn't want to see. But I wasn't on a mission to convince anyone of anything. I just knew what I saw. And just like in many dysfunctional families, you'll have those who will silently agree and you'll have those who will hate you because of what, what you're revealing that they're in denial about. And then you have those who will tell you a whole completely different story so it can fit the narrative of what they want things to be as opposed to the way they really are. And so as the years went by, I found myself walking a path more and more alone than ever before. I didn't partake in the delusions. I didn't partake in the dysfunctions. I didn't partake in the fairy tale dream that many wanted to believe and many who are the victims of this American society embraced while being in great pain and great distress. I knew there was a place in the world that this pain didn't exist. It's almost like a married man who has made a commitment to a wife that never delivered. At first he says, well, maybe she's going through something. And that's the way I felt about America. Well, you have little spotty incidents here and there the time in 89 and January 26 when I was beat down by 11 cops. After a while the pain subsided, but I never forgot the trauma. I never healed from the trauma all the way. But I remember what that felt like. And I said, well, you know what? That had to be a fluke. Things might get better. Even though I saw that it wasn't a fluke, it was a very common thing. But I had to tell myself something. I had to tell myself something to maintain my sanity and not find out that all the years prior that I lived in America, it was no dream, 
It was no promise. It was just one big lie. And the dream can survive longer than the actual realization that what you're living is a lie because you yourself can intoxicate yourself in denial by believing what they tell you. Like that abusive man who beats his wife and says this is the last time. He beats her when she, he sees her crying, he turns around and tries to comfort her, but she doesn't want to be comforted by the man who abused her. But just like that married man who waits for the wife to come around year after year, and he tells himself, well, it's gonna get better. He tells himself that maybe she will come around and show me some affection. I know the hurt that we have gone through as human beings, so maybe she'll come around and give me a hug that I don't have to ask for. And the years roll on, you realize it's just not gonna happen. And that's my relationship with America. But I was told many things about other places. I was told that everywhere else is bad, that there's nothing out there, that what I have in America was something so good. And this is what that person would tell you to keep you locked in to that relationship where you're not receiving the love that you deserve. You're not receiving the same love that you're giving out. You're not receiving all the effort returned back to you. And it doesn't have to be 50-50 because when you love somebody, you know, the scales will tip. Sometimes you give 80 and they can hardly give 20. Sometimes you give 40 and you have it in your heart to give 100, but they'll make it up and give 60. It shouldn't be about the actual numbers, but both parties have got to be willing to understand each other and work it out and make it better. So for me, America never ever wanted to work things out with me. America was hell-bent on having things the way that it was because it benefited them. Like that one person who gets no respect in the relationship. That one person who plays the submissive role only because they feel that that will get them somewhere with this tyrant called America. And never have I been submissive in America. I've always been the one to be outspoken. But I've seen people like this. I've seen people who say, we gotta go along to get along. You know, we'll have that house after the end of all of these decades of working. We'll have that car, we'll have that retirement, we'll have that pension. And there's always some way that America finds a way to wiggle out of its responsibilities after you have committed to what it is that you said that you were gonna go through. It's like when you go on that job and you sign the dotted line on the line of employment and there's certain things that are expected of you. There's certain things that you know you have to do if you wanna have that regular paycheck come in. And you get the regular paycheck and you elevate yourself in that job. And you almost get to the point of promotion and the job finds a way to fire you and all of that good work went down for nothing. And they hire somebody else and the cycle continues. And the main core supervisors and bosses that are there maintain their stronghold, but they promise you the world and deliver nothing. Well, America has been that way to me, promising me the world and delivering nothing. And actually never really promising, I'm just saying that to sound poetic, but you know exactly what I mean. Many of us, uh, all of us, have come into a realization of what reality is in America at different rates. Some of us don't go for it from early. Some of us, we learn late. Some of us learn when it's too late. And then we're really heartbroken and bitter. And there are a lot of bitter elderly people out here who realize that America screwed them over. 
But like that married man who did all he could, that married man who gave all of his money to the marriage, that married man who is starting to think that there might be something else out there because he did the right thing and he gave everything but receives nothing at home. I received nothing in America for all that I have done there. I've received nothing in America for the talents I possess, which I don't think anybody owes me anything, but I've tried different areas of expertise with the promise that if you do X amount of work and output with this company or with this job or with this grouping of people, that you'll get something back in return. And I was always willing to always give more than what I received. But at the end of the day, I didn't receive anything from America. So guess what happens? You get nothing. You are told that there's nothing out there. So you feel as though you have no alternatives to soothe a healing heart. The pain heart in the middle of the night that when you know that you're not getting love from the place in the home that you call home or your life. So now you begin to discover that there's other things out there. Now you begin to discover that there are other situations out there where they might be ailing just like you. Or there may be love and abundance waiting for you. And you can't realize that you've waited so long for nothing but what is on the outside is given to you so freely. Many men who are married or in relationships can understand what I'm talking about. But I'm speaking about my relationship with America. For the longest time, I suffered on jobs, working double time, getting paid less, dealing with supervisors, having to pay taxes on the property, pay taxes out of my check, pay taxes again when you go to the supermarket, prices going up, racism there, just the whole thing. Your own people talking about you bad, looking at you as though you're the lowest of low, not even acknowledging you for what you have on the inside. You are dismissed as nothing. Those who are supposed to love you in America who look like you don't even appreciate you. Not all, but some, but too many. Much, much too many. And so after a while, I started to notice this young lady that came into my life, that came into my thoughts, that was always there. They were always there, but I never noticed them. And that young lady's name is Africa. More specifically, Ghana. I first came to Ghana in April of 2019 and I couldn't imagine how good it felt. I couldn't imagine that I wasted so many years where I was in a place that legally I've been tied to, but it felt good to get what it is that I deserved and what I've craved for so long. But America never cared for me enough to say, you know what, let's make this brother happy. He's telling you what he wants. He's telling you what he needs. But you refuse to give me what it is that I've craved so long. And I've never wanted much from America. I just wanted a little acknowledgement. I just wanted a little place to carve out a life. But I could never feel at home. And I, they refuse to allow me to feel at home. But I realized at the end of the day that that's not where I'm supposed to be in the first place. Even though I was born there, that was not my home. So, this gorgeous, gorgeous young lady named Ghana. I visited one night. She beckoned for me to come over. She saw the pain in my eyes. She knew she had for me what I always craved. And I felt very guilty at first. I said, my God, this is wrong because I'm legally tied down to America 
but I'm not getting anything that I need. I've given America so much. Is it wrong for me to enjoy the embrace of another? Is it wrong for me to enjoy the kiss of another? Is it wrong for me to enjoy the reciprocations that two, two people who feel for each other want to give? You see, when you're in a good relationship, a great relationship, a wholesome relationship, your partner wants to give you. Your partner takes pleasure in making you feel good. America never wanted me to feel good. America had a sadistic relationship with me where she basically took pleasure in denying me, took pleasure for whatever reason in having me in lack. If I wanted 10, America gave me seven. If I wanted five, America gave me two. America never wanted to see me fulfilled beyond all measure, but Ghana did. Now Ghana is not perfect, but she's the sweetest thing I've known in my life. I couldn't get enough of Ghana out of my head when I returned back home early that morning after a night of festivities and lovemaking with Ghana that let me know that I am worthy. So now here I am returning after my first trip to Ghana back in America and I know different now. I know now what I'm not getting. I, I, I'm empowered with the confidence and wherewithal to know I'm not leaving anything behind that I need when I leave America, right? Some may say it's wrong. Well, you're an American citizen. Why are you talking so bad? You're a married man married to America. Why are you talking so highly of this woman who is not your wife, but in essence, what she does for me is all wifely things. So are we gonna go with a piece of paper of citizenship? Are we gonna go with the name in the facade that America says it is the greatest thing walking? That marriage that is so paper thin, that means nothing. Behind closed doors, there's nothing. But at all the functions, they smile. At all the ceremonies, they smile. And like a fool for many years, I smiled with America as though America loved me the way I tried to love it. Now, before I return back to Ghana, I'm laying in the bed with America and I realize how distant it was. Now, um, my thoughts are not to make things right with America. My, things, my, my thing is to leave and go to that place that I know now is home, to that place where I'm fed and so I can't eat anymore, that, that place that caters to my ever, every whim and fetish, not telling me how weird I am, but embracing it and making it something of their own to say, listen, we're gonna do this every day and night, whatever pleases you. So it's my goal to please Ghana right back. When you're being pleased and you're being loved and you're being treated right, you wanna give right back. That's a healthy, normal, uh, edifying relationship that you can build on. That when you go home, you're not gonna take the long way home you're gonna to rush to get home. You will prepay your speeding tickets to get home because you're gonna put the pedal to the metal and you can't wait to get back. But now this thing called COVID-19 came and I was already with my bags packed to leave America. I wasn't bitter that America had wasted so much of my time, had taken so much of my love, had taken so much of my heart and my emotional resources and my monetary resources, I felt that this is what you should do as a man who is married to America. I, I'm not bitter. I was bitter for a very long time, but I just wanted to cut my losses. 
and go to that place that made me feel like a king. To go to that place where I'm totally, res totally respected and not disrespected. How are you gonna be married to someone? And that someone who you're married to gives respect to another man, gives respect to another person. And what do I mean? Here you are giving your all to America. Here you are giving your blood and your life and you're fighting in the wars to defend America, which you realize that it's corporate America that you're defending and they don't give a damn to you. But you do all you can for America and you come back without a limb, you come back bloody, you come back with ailments, you come back with mental issues and you damn sure come back with even more trauma than what you left with even though you had trauma leaving America. And what does America do? America doesn't even take care of you. America shows you it doesn't love you. America leaves you hungry at night when there's an abundance of food that they give to other countries. America doesn't do right by you at home, but America goes and lays up with somebody and brings the resources that you went to build, build up for yourself with America to enjoy and brings it to another man while the next man makes decisions in your household. That's the ultimate, that's the ultimate in disrespect. The next man is making decisions on how you're gonna live with the money and resources that you brought. Not good America. America aids other countries, and this is what I'm talking about. America gives its money, military might, makes sure to take care of everybody else except you who are at home wanting to be loved, wanting to be cherished, wanting to feel like you belong. But it's okay, America, because I'm not with you anymore. Long before I left you, there was a disconnect. Long before I met my woman who was gonna be my wife and who was always my wife, I just didn't know it. Long before I had all these realizations, everything you did to me pushed me away from you. So now that I left you, I have no regret I have no guilt, I have no second thoughts, because all I have to do is think about the lonely nights that you left me and would turn your back on me. I would take care of you, America. I wrapped your thighs around my head and tasted the nectar that I told you was sweet. Your every, your every whimper, your every shudder, your every shake, everything that you crave, I pleasured your every nerve ending, America. I did things to you, America, and for you that no one would, else would ever do. Yet you treated me this way. And America, after you got yours so good, after I filled you up and made you feel so good, after I went places, top, bottom, front, and back, there is no orifice, America, that you have that I have not serviced. Yes, America, I was the ultimate freak for you. I would do anything for you. But you played me. After you got yours, America, you'd flip over and have the deepest sleep, leaving me aroused, leaving me to myself, leaving me all alone as I pleased myself with tears coming down my eyes. That has got to be the worst feeling in the world. And I wondered what human being would have you commit and promise you something and never deliver year in and year out. Decade in and decade out, America, you played me, you used me to pleasure you, to work for you, to give you my resources and the promise that this was for us, but it was just for you. But Ghana never did that to me. And I came out to Ghana and I found out what it was all about.
I found out what it was like to be treated like a king. I found out what it was like to be served so well. And I said to myself, oh man, there's no way I can live without this feeling. You see, America, you are sick. You are dysfunctional. You need healing, but you refuse to get healing, which messes me up. But I can't sit here and wait for you to heal when you refuse to acknowledge that you need healing. That is your problem. I made that my problem for so long, but I'm free now. And I was free for a lot longer than you knew. I was disconnected from you a lot longer than you realized. I was just waiting for the opportune time to slip out at night and come see my new woman, Ghana. My new woman who greets me at the door, who looks like she's so glad to see me, who calls me when I'm not around her physically because I may have obligations to take care of, lets me know where she is, doesn't disrespect me in front of other people, doesn't refuse to, uh, how could I say it, always, you know, taking my side, whether I'm right or wrong and irons out everything afterward, but never disrespects me and puts anybody over me, never leaves me feeling left alone. That's what makes a man feel so good on this planet. Ghana has, does, has, has done it for me. Ghana does it for me every single time. Ghana is beautiful. I'm so caught up in the natural beauty of Ghana, the curvature of the mountains, the streams, the water, the soil so rich, the earth so rich, so fertile. As I dive deep, as I walk, my feet touch the fertile ground and the sun just to be here next to Ghana and to be in Ghana, in the presence of Ghana, is such a beautiful thing. See, the orgasms that I gave you, America, and the orgasms that I craved myself, I have here in abundance. And there's no way I could ever think about coming back. I don't even want to see you again, America. You've taken a lot from me. But the beautiful thing is, is when restoration comes, you forget how bad off you felt. When you get home to eat that plate of food and you are hungry all day, the thoughts of hunger with every bite go away forever and you're in a whole new reality. And all I can say is thank the Creator for reserving Ghana for me, for allowing Ghana to know that I was coming and to wait for me and to now be in the arms of Ghana. America, I don't know who you're with now, but I hope they don't make the mistake of being with you. I hope that you heal yourself for your sake. But right now, that's not my battle. Right now, the sour that you gave me in my life made Ghana even more sweet. I love everything about Ghana. From her head to her toe, from her front to her back, how sexy she is, how good she tastes. I can't get enough of Ghana's sweet nectar going down my throat. It's a beautiful thing. I will do anything for Ghana. Ghana can now get my resources, all of it, because she's given me hers. And she showed me beyond a shadow of a doubt what a real love and real relationship is. It's not just the physical. It's also the a mental, the emotional, and the spiritual. And being selfless for the next person over yourself to, to make sure that they are all right. And that's how I've always felt about you, America, but you never appreciated me for what I had and what I gave. But 
every morsel of love, uh, resources, emotional, mental and spiritual that I give to Ghana is appreciated and given back a thousand times over. So when you have two givers who are locked in to a relationship like that, you have no choice but to feel heaven on earth. You have no choice to feel that you are where you're supposed to be. So when I sleep now, I sleep deep because I'm not sleeping thinking about where might satisfaction be. I'm not wondering if this next person might be the one for me to make me feel good and I can make them feel good. No, I know where I, I should be. I don't think about you anymore, America. You're a memory that's fading fast. And like I said, thank you for the sour. Thank you for the bad times. Thank you for the denial because I'm getting all that I want now. And I know that even if I live for another week, another year, 10 years time, it doesn't matter. I'm happy where I am and I am fulfilled. Thank you, Ghana. I love you and I'm never gonna leave you. You have my total commitment. Thank you because I know what a bad relationship is. I know what it is to be in something that doesn't love you at all. Thank you, my creator, for helping me to find love on this level before I transition. Thank you, my creator, for finding Ghana. Much love to you all. I hope my little rant uh, uh, titillated you a little bit. I get into this creative thinking mode sometime. I'm very abstract, but I tie two things together that are not related, but that's the way I feel about America. And um, like I said, I'm very happy here. You have issues here, but I'm where I want to be and I'm being fulfilled. Ooh, and I'm getting mine. Trust me. You understand? Anyway, much love to my sisters. Salute to my brothers. You can take that both ways. If you're in a relationship with someone, there is someone for you who loves you, who will give to you anything you crave. You gotta be evenly yoked and, and on the same wavelength and, and spiritually connected, but it's out there for you. Don't waste time with anybody who's gonna disrespect you, dismiss you, see your brilliance and seeds of greatness and not wanna build with you, that will they do everything that they possibly can let you know they're not interested in you, they're not gonna respect you, and they're not connected. When you have a situation like that, trust me from experience, you must leave. And I've done it in relationship relationships, and as you all know, I've done it leaving the country that I was born in that I thought was so great, but ended up being a deadbeat in my life. Much love to you all. Again, salute to my sisters. Oh, much love to my sisters. Salute to my warrior brothers. I hope you enjoyed the background and just me being out here. I had to come back out here, I'm a little tired, but I just had to come back out here and share what's on my mind. Now we're gonna do a little free flow Fridays and do a little recording and do some other things and who knows what I'll find along the way. Like I said, have camera, will travel. Thank you for the love, thank you for the support. Every single day I'm gonna do what it is that I have to do. This is not a once a day, week thing, once a month thing. This is not a superficial thing. This is something from the heart. I didn't script that, I just talked it and I see visions of things that we will attain as a people but not everybody's gonna make it. We have to be of the same mind. and We have to be willing to put our feet out there and put boots to the ground and build and make things work. But it's all based on respect. Anyway, much love, Lance Curve out. Like, share, and subscribe. Share the video with others, and let's just keep on elevating because this is a wonderful life. And I will not let anything, any country, anyone stop me from coming out into the world and enjoying myself the way the Creator meant for us to enjoy this level. Take care, y'all. Bye-bye.